0: friends and folks and welcome back to the bald gun guy podcast as we resume our journey through the world of assassination it's killer be killed out here um except for we haven't killed anyone and we probably won't be killed so i guess that's not true i'm six Dapmar from Scanlane media uh forget about friends this is ryan
1: yo i'm selling some rice balls out by the shore come find me
0: Oh, rice balls! Oh, you, you're trying to you're trying to compete with Florida Man. I yeah.
1: See. What does Florida I mean, Man sell? Coconut balls. No. Well, that's what I meant. Okay.
0: But my,
2: my culture is not your costume. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: that's the dry wit of Ty, our hitman expert.
2: Super fake. I'm not. I don't know what I'm doing here anymore. But it's great. To Listen, be here. it's.
0: It's your title. It doesn't have to be true. It's just your title. <laughs>
2: at one at one uh, point I I really tried to, you know, bring an expert opinion to this podcast. I took this very, very seriously. I I, I did the work, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if I'm doing the work anymore. I'm just I'm just having a good time.
0: Wait I mean, there are seven escalations on this
1: fucking map. I actually so. <laughs> did all those. Yeah. Oh, you're you're sick. <laughs> okay, what are you talking about? I, what I played I played the mission like once, and I'm like, yep, shit's good. <laughs> Didn't do the escalations. I'm like straight chilling, and y'all are just like. I'm killing myself. Yeah, I mean, him, I, feel like, I
2: feel like that's, like, the most valuable aspect of this pod, really, is you get the, uh, it, it, you basically get to see in real time how, like, if you play the game too much, you, like, wring the joy out of it. Yeah. Um, but you, we're not just telling you that, like, it, because that's crappy, right? So I'm showing you that by miserating myself <laughs> monthly and, uh, <laughs> and bringing you my, like, exasperated ramblings, yeah.
0: I feel like generally I'm I'm doing okay. It's just times like this where um it's it's the holiday in retail and I'm way too fucking busy. Yeah. So this one was a bit harder than usual for me, but um yeah, we're here for F- Miami, Florida in the United States. Um and I thought this was a pretty good map, but we're going to start off with the finish line because we get two missions for this one. Actually, I thought of something. Since our last podcast, there were missions that we didn't cover for Hitman 1. What? what? It's okay. It's not a big deal. We didn't cover um, the Sarajevo 6, which is a, a series of which is six exclusive targets for the PlayStation version of Hitman. Oh, well. Um, I played them back in the day. They're fine, I guess. They're not very interesting. Um, and now I'm playing on Xbox, so they don't exist, and I forgot about them.
2: Imagine playing the Sonic console.
0: Uh, I can, because I was. Yeah, actually, uh, two this, hours game, ago. this
2: game seems pretty reasonable for a console game. Like,
1: for yeah. yeah, for for the new ones, they're fine. For the old ones, oh, oh my the old god, ones are hellish. <laughs> Like um, <laughs> the load times when you're saving and loading alone just add so much time um and playing on an SSD is so much better so it's also like oh i thought i thought
0: you meant like playing like the old like blood money and stuff playing those on console was rough
1: oh i can't even yeah yeah those those games played pretty pretty
0: rough on console the controls were just not not built for that but the other thing that was kind of annoying is a lot more in Hitman One. Maybe we'll get back to it at some point. We used to do uh, Hitman daily challenges in our in our group, which were not daily, so they were badly named. But basically, it was just like, "Hey, here's a here's a weird objective to play on your level. Do this level and kill this target while dressed as so and so." Like building our own sort of like pseudo escalations almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got annoyed. I'd never said this to anyone. This is a confession live on air. I got annoyed because one person in our friend group, Harry, was playing on PC. And Harry would just be like, yeah, sure, I'll just walk up and do the thing. And then with my mouse and keyboard, head shed, headshot everyone who sees me because I can aim so fast. It's like, feels like you're subverting the point of the thing. <laughs>
1: That's very Harry. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's also a thing, like, I don't know, we haven't really talked about, right? But if you aren't aiming for, like, high score, this game is trivially easy. Like, there's no difficulty setting that makes this game hard um, if you're not going for Silent Assassin. Like, it's like baby game, you know, which is fine. There's literally nothing wrong with that. But it's like, it's worth mentioning. And this is, again, I'm playing on a PC and I play... I'm a I'm a slur enjoyer on the Call of Duty. I play Destiny, you know, at a decent level and stuff like that, right? So like, you know, just taking people out is mm-hmm. trivially easy, right? Um, but it's just not how you're supposed to play the game. So it's pointless, right? It's like, oh, well what if I just through my you know i'm playing tetris and i just like you know throw my game boy in the freaking bathtub like you know you win <laughs> do you
0: but
2: it's not what you're supposed
0: to do <laughs> i guess the blocks stop falling but yeah, but you know, yeah. No, you know, i mean like when yeah, I, exactly yeah. when i originally so, played hitman 2 yeah. silent assassin the original hitman 2 the second hitman if you will um i didn't really understand the genre um i didn't understand those games at all and they didn't really explain themselves so I fucked around, I didn't know what to do, and then I had a run where I just picked up a double-barreled shotgun and just walked through the level shooting anyone who saw me. And it worked, but, you know, not really not really what the game is. Will we
1: ever play those old games?
0: I would like to, but, you know, we'll see how we feel. In like you five know? years from now or whatever. Something, something. Something like that. Who knows? I no commitments being made here.
1: They re-released think- them
0: i think what's gonna happen honestly ryan is
1: you guys are gonna get burned out by a man and say no no
0: is is that is that we'll start it and you specifically will get your hands on how these games (laughs) feel and you're like
1: nah if it's for pod i'll push through it (laughs) okay i mean yeah we'll see what happens
2: I would actually really like to, just because I grew up knowing knowing Hitman only through the advertisements in like video game magazines or whatever. Mm-hmm. So part of me is curious, like to go back and actually experience like what those games were, um, not just the, the trilogy. So anyway, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. You can get the famous. We're I need to use to the bathroom. Line. Yeah, that.
0: At least it's referenced in uh, Hokkaido, you know.
2: Well, that's the thing when you don't understand references.
0: Yeah, yeah. They
2: just don't mean anything to
0: you. Well, even even then you would know it was weird because if you're wearing a 47 signature suit and you walk into the bathroom, there's a prompt to use the toilet. And 47 looks at the toilet and says, I need to use the bathroom. So it's clear something's happening, just not what or why. Anyway. Yeah,
2: but that 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 is my daily experience just going through life. It's clear that something's
0: happening. Uh, so we're at the global innovation race, an open wheel racing track, an event in Miami, Florida. Yeah. Um you're working for, for Providence now. Um and they have figured out that uh their their shadow client is Lucas Gray. Um, and they want you to take out uh, Robert Sierra Knox, who work for Cronset Industries, the CEO and uh, and her his daughter and financier, um, who have betrayed Providence, aka okay, you know the Illuminati. Meanwhile, Lucas Gray is like, no, it's okay. I can, I, I can. St- <laughs> There's still good in him. About forty-seven. <laughs> uh, that's the that's the plot. Um, Robert Knox is a tech inventor and ceo sierra knox is a financier race car driver and kind of asshole well they're both kind of assholes you know that's kind of every target you're ever going to have is kind of an asshole but yeah uh so welcome to miami 47 what initial thoughts what you think about the the sun bleached paradise
1: that's great i liked it a lot um Uh, I liked how open it felt, how many possibilities it felt like I had. There wasn't any moment where I felt lost, really. Um, And I think it's a really good introduction of the crowd mechanic. Um, And it was pretty easy to uh, have guards lose you in the crowd, which I really liked. Um, And yeah, overall, I liked the level a lot. It was really fun.
2: Yeah, it has this a similar vibe of um, Paris, right? It's the, the second level, but, like, the first real level. Um, and it feels like they pulled out all the stops um, and that it's just this, like, exquisite showcase. Um, you know, just in a very general sense. Like, it, it seems great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, that. that's the vibe. Like, this is, like, as polished as the game is going to be. Yeah. Um, that's what the second levels are
0: and I feel like there's a like comparing specifically Paris and Miami you get a really good sense of like what the sort of the differences between the two right where like Paris looks cool but it's not a very colorful level it's a lot of like like grays and browns and blacks and whites and Miami is just splashes of like like pastel color everywhere um, it's practically a glow with neon, and it's like the reds and the blues and the pinks of the flamingos walking around. Um, and then also, I feel like there's a degree of um, there's an extra degree of absurdity baked in at a core level, right? Like you go downstairs to go to the bathroom, and they're like, "Oh my god, I think he just beat up that flamingo and stole his clothes." <laughs> you're like, "Excuse me." <laughs>
1: I, yeah they definitely leaned into the the humor a lot more i felt um mm-hmm. in a way that landed for me because it's just a lot of goofy hitman man hijinks going on mm-hmm.
2: i do want to say that as the introduction to the crowd mechanic like theoretically right um even though i played out of order so i didn't perceive it like that i do find it funny that the little um vip area where the like uh the, like i forget what they're called um the like captain's patrol or whatever the detectors Mm -hmm. right through that through that specific area to me that's actually the jankiest implementation of the crowd mechanic in like the entire series at least that i've played of the two games um in most other like situations where i'm relying on that to like move through an area i can do it no problem but there's some pockets specifically in that corridor Mm -hmm. where there's like there's like three people but then like, one of them is, like, not coded as, like, part of, like, the group, so it doesn't give you the stealth of hiding. It's just really funny, because it feels like this is, like, the, okay, this is an applied tutorial section, um, and it's the one in the entire thing that doesn't work. Um, I mean, of course it works, but, like, there's, it's rough in, uh, a couple of specific spots that I can think of, and you're like, huh,
0: it's odd. Yeah, I totally get that. It's a little, like, weirdly spotty in that area. Um, but still, pretty, pretty. Workable. Again,
2: it's it's only it's only when you're doing this forty to fifty times in a twenty four hour period that you really like start to notice, like, wow, that this like little clump of people is a little buggy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so one of the things that I think is really like this to me feels like you can kind of see the budget they have with this game in two ways. One is that I feel like some of the cinematic kills are way more over the top than they've been before, mm-hmm. um, but also the cutscenes are now motion comics.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is, I mean, it works, but it's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, like you have, um, you know, if like mission stories. We have like the a perfect machine where you like you slip into Sierra's like pit crew and like sabotage the car. And like the animations and the cutscenes of that are so ridiculously detailed, you know? Mm-hmm. It just it feels it feels really uh intense. Um and like there's also that you could do the whole blackmailer thing. Um I don't know, like does anybody does, and what's your what's your favorite like special kill on this one? Ryan, it sounded like you were a you were a Florida man fan.
1: I liked Florida Man. Um but i have to go with the um the turret or you like get a picture of his face and just off him oh uh, uh, with the with the
0: androids yep. yeah
1: i like that one a lot um for sierra um let's see I'm trying to jog my memory i did like the car one a lot um uh-huh. but i probably my favorite was probably the the doctor one just because of the steps that was involved with trying to get rid of the guy who needs to pee but can't pee um mm-hmm. and he's at some point he's just like think of running water and i'm like oh i'm supposed to turn on the sink um <laughs> <laughs> and so he, he he successfully pees um and then he like hands a sample to the doctor and the doctor goes in the bathroom and he's like what the fuck and so when you knock him out and, and call Sierra and, and inject her with the uh, uh, lethal poison, so I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah I, for for me, I have to say, um, so the the car animation is is very cool, but I think like so there's like you know there's like challenges associated with this, but it's not necessarily a cutscene. Um, to me, the idea of just like shooting Sierra's car and causing it to crash is hilarious. That's like, i it's it's hard to fully put into words. There's something about just like the nature of the activity being so inherently dangerous that like some guy just like taking a high powered <laughs> rifle, like shooting at the tires and causing a crash, like no one notices that is just like is very very funny. Um, and then yeah, as far as uh, the father the the android thing is is also very funny it's also just hard for me not to kill the nerd um like once i get to that point in the level it's like it's just so tempting <laughs> um every yeah. time i have to be like no no no, no i want silent assassin I'm like all right
0: fine. it's it's really funny to me there's there's um one of the challenges uh, with the redacted ones called uh, explosive liaisons Where what you do is through like an elaborate series of events, you install a car bomb on Sierra's car and then like you convince Robert Knox that the remote is for something else and he comes to meet you. And you have him, like, he's standing over the track, and he hits the button, and he blows up his daughter, and he's like, oh, God. And that's good already. But then the moment immediately after that where I grabbed him by the butt and just hurled him off the (laughs) catwalk in the middle of his moment of horror, that was probably my favorite kill. (laughs) It's just like, all right, bye. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of good ones in here. There's uh, you've got the like the car where you can light him on fire. That's pretty fun. Um, the experimental car
1: in the exhibit. It took um, me so long to find the fucking octane. Really? Huh. Yeah, because it's like in a corner in the garage, and I kept walking past mm-hmm.
0: it. A fun fact, actually: every garage, every like like team's garage, except for the Kronstad one, also has some.
1: Yeah, I know, but there's yep. one Everybody's for, juicing. <laughs> there's one specifically in that building and I True. took yeah. forever to find it.
2: Yeah, for for those of you who are actually like playing along, uh seriously use the interactive uh hitman maps, they will make your life so much mm. easier.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I yeah, know this, but struggle. I'm fucking lazy, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> But this is one of those situations, Ryan, where being lazy creates more
1: work. <laughs> that's right, and that's how I don't get to all the co- content. I'm just like, yeah. enough. I remember when I totally shot the car. I totally know you can do that.
0: <laughs> so. I also really like that without your help, Sierra will always lose. Well she really that's so funny. Yeah. You have to disguise yourself as a race official and throw a flag to disqualify Moses Lee, or right. she will lose.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I uh found that out the hard way when I thought I was being really clever like early on in my runs for this pod, um when I just went in and poisoned the cup and I was like, Oh yeah, I, uh, <laughs> 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 like, that's right, I remember that as I'm like my score is just poor.
0: It's also funny because Moses won't drink from the cup because yep. you'll hear someone be like, yeah, I mean, drink- pouring a bunch of champagne into the trophy and drinking it on stage. That's kind of unnecessary showboating. And Moses wouldn't do that. Sierra will do that because she's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah, just a lot of a lot of really good um little little situations on this one i also like um for some reason i don't know why this one's exclusive to the big moony flamboyancy escalation but there is a challenge called red flag for basically making like there's in you for making basically everyone in the race crash <laughs> which is pretty good
2: yeah i i ended up getting that um as part of my false flag run mm. um that's probably the most fun part of it um is yeah just like shooting out all the cars as they come around
0: because
2: mm-hmm. the uh the circuit time or whatever the lap time is is low enough where you don't you don't get bored waiting mm-hmm. you know um but the other cars aren't marked on the mini so you kind of gotta you know you gotta pay attention as they come around you have got them three times mm-hmm. uh to get them to crash so you know, it's a fun little mini game nice
0: uh, I will note one thing that we're going to run into a lot through the course of two. There will be times where it's all right, but generally the mastery um, doesn't matter anymore. It's useful for, like, unlocking stuff, like, in the level, but, like, the larger unlocks are mostly just like, oh, here's the Mark II version of something you already have from Hitman 1. Yeah, it's a lot I've noticed of that. Useless stuff. Um
2: yeah, I feel like they're only useful if you're doing all the escalations and you want to not have a pain in the ass for like, you know, get to be a mechanic. It's really nice just to be able to click a mm. button at the planning screen. But yeah.
0: Well, I mean, even this is one of the ones where you start with limited loadout slots, but like by level two of mastery, like your first run, you get all loadout slots. And so it's like, okay, we'll just go go ham. Um, so that one's nice. But yeah you will you, it'll, we'll have this conversation, I'm sure, more than once through the course of, of, of Hitman 2 and possibly into Hitman 3, where we're like, well, none of the unlocks really matter because you've already got all this stuff. Um, as far as escalations, I, Ty, I looked into all of them. I didn't do all of them. Um, one thing is they're all three stages. We don't have any of those fucking five-stage escalations. Um, I hope we're just done with them because they sucked. Uh but, like, since you actually did the damn thing, are there any ones you you think worth a shouting out?
2: uh, the fish one is
0: fine, okay, the fish one yeah the the-
2: so they they're all they're all i feel like pretty easy, except for the one where, um you start in the food stand and you have to basically like you can't let any bodies be discovered. it's just kind of yeah, yeah, um, other than that, they're all really straightforward is my like I mean that's why I I was not actually planning on doing them all to completion um but then once I got rolling um they weren't too bad. Mm-hmm. So uh, none of them are particularly interesting except for the fish one just cuz it's kind of
0: Yeah, deep. you knock people out with a fish and then drown yeah. them in the aquarium. That's that's fun.
2: Yeah, that's it. That that's the yeah, that's the Yeah. The- um, The Food
0: Vendor one is interesting on paper, where it's like conceptually the idea of like, oh, you have to kill people with a shotgun, but you also can't be detected and you have to hide the bodies. So it's like this mix of like loud and stealth. But in practice, it's just not very fun.
2: Yeah. They're not bad, though. I mean, I don't know. Miami is a level that I enjoy spending time Mm -hmm. on. Um, Not that any of the escalations I feel like actually took me into the the maybe like... um, underappreciated corners of the map necessarily but um, yeah I don't know there's just like there's always something like going on so I I didn't mind like playing through uh, on Miami specifically
0: Uh, one of the reasons I brought up the Sarajevo 6 by the way I I was reminded of it is because Sierra is one of two targets in the world of assassination that can kill you along with the mercenary from the Sarajevo 6 um the mercenary can because he's a mercenary and he just has a gun and he'll shoot you um but sierra um there's sort of an easter egg where if she will at a certain point she'll walk off to have a conversation with someone about the blackmailing she's undergoing and you can try and eavesdrop her by like hanging from a ledge in the elevator but she will just spot you and step on your hands and you fall and die (laughs)
1: that's cool Uh,
0: uh so that's pretty good um and the other two Easter eggs that I that I had that were noteworthy um are the two special exits for this level. Um one of them is the flamingo exit. If you disguise as the flamingo and run up to the helipad, you can fly away as a flamingo. Forty seven just sort of flaps his wings and he's gone. Be free. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The other one that's really good is the the dolphin one. You get the fish and you have to do this kind of annoyingly elaborate like touching like water fountains in a certain order to unlock the exit. But then 47 surfs away on the back of two dolphins and that's pretty sick.
1: That one's pretty good. Yeah. I will say slapping people with the fish is really fun. It does. It has a good like I feel like the just you know it's the
0: normal animation but just the way it syncs up with the hit and the sound effect of the way they just slump over
1: is very Great. good. So good. <laughs> it's very
0: satisfying.
1: I love to forfeit a race by hitting the guy with the flag with the fish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah I, I appreciate it on that escalation too like it it knows where the dopamine hits are so the even at like the third the final level of the escalation um you know, you're not having to, like, run all over the map, you're not having to, like, do a lot like, okay, you just, like, knock out these two engineers, do the thing and you can stay focused on flacking people with fish. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Um, I, I appreciate that level of focus. Um, I guess is all I
0: can say mm-hmm. uh, Any other things people want to touch on for the finish line before we quickly hit uh, a silver tongue? All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, A Silver Tongue, Uh, once again, you're in Miami. Your target is uh, Ajit A.J. Krish, who is a, uh, like, con man, basically, who sells, like, fake bottled water shit and also tricks people into investments. Um, It's one of the ones where it's just a target. There's not really a story here. It's just like, man, this guy sucks. You should kill him. Um, And I think it's all right in the fact that it's like, One of those ones where they don't cordon you off exactly, but it it's there is a small portion of the level that is relevant to the to the mission and they have a few unique challenges in it, but it's mostly just kind of a hit, you know?
2: Yeah, I thought this level like, okay, or whatever, the mission kinda sucks, Mm -hmm. right? Um I was messing around with it, trying to do like a couple of challenges and I got bored. So eventually I was just like, okay, I'm going to like kill him, shoot a couple guards and leave Um, and call it a day. I think for me, the funniest part of this mission is the premise because, you know, normally it's like, we have to kill this like arms dealing Illuminati member for 14 level double agent, whatever. And this is like, oh yeah, this guy uh, runs an MLM. So he's got to go. Um, you know, something that's considered a legal, you know, definitely ethically questionable, but you know, a legal business model in uh, many countries. Just like, no, nope, no, nope, he's, he's gotta die. Like, that to me was the funniest thing. It's just this, like, I don't know, transparent, just like, kind of naked moralizing, I guess. Yeah,
0: so a little bit of like wish fulfillment, really, of just like, ah, eh, kill a con man, whatever. Um, it's it's kind of annoying because I feel like the way the level is set up for this one, like anything you want to do there are so many fucking witnesses um mm-hmm. that it just makes it really annoying to engage with. So yeah, not a, not a big fan of this one, to be honest.
2: Yeah, did either of you guys uh silent assassinate? Obviously. No.
0: No. Uh I also paced around a bit, got frustrated and pulled out a shotgun. So problem yeah, solver yeah you know? you know listen
1: shout out to my boy mr freeze on youtube oh I, he like, told
0: you you got it
1: no i was following the tutorial i don't actually i don't know what i did i might have done actually no I, I was doing the fish challenge with him okay um but for Silent assassin i just kind of got it without realizing it i think i just like did two story missions back to back without doing anything crazy and the game was like yep no uh, but
0: did you for silver tongue was what we were oh no okay yeah (laughs) yeah for for yeah well
2: because it's it's like one of the least dynamic like sections of the map too Mm -hmm. that's what i mean like that little back lot um which is where is like most of the time right there's no like cool like z-axis you know whatever there's not really any like convenient uh cabinets back there that you can take advantage of like you can you can knock people out and try to drag them out of line of sight but that that's like the the most finicky way to stay hidden is just trying to get like model occlusion. Mm -hmm. um i find that really inconsistent um and actually like it was when i was playing this mission specifically is where i started to learn some of the The nuances of, like, for instance, the distance at which guards will spot a takedown versus the distance at which they will spot an unconscious body. Those are not the same. You might think they're the same, but they're not. Um, Where, like, you could take someone out and then their foot is, like, sticking around a corner and they're instantly, like, as soon as the body is no longer, like... Being manipulated by you in the takedown, they instantly. I would aggro. have guessed like crazy. I would shit have guessed like the
0: opposite, where they had a better, like they could see a takedown from further away than they could see a body. But you're saying it's the other way.
2: You would think I can. I can. I, yeah, I played through it and discovered that. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So stuff like that. I'm like, Ugh, I just don't want to be here
0: anymore. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, you know, it exists. I don't think there's much else to say about Silver Tongue.
2: Yeah, I kind of wanted—I kind of wanted to ask, like, if you guys don't mind, like, it's just sort of like circling back to like the level as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you guys think about like some of the spaces that aren't necessarily um, like active spaces? So, like, one of the ones that comes to mind is like the like Race Control Center. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like that little booth, or like there, there are a lot of little places in this map that I, I feel like I, I overlook them in my head when I'm, like, thinking about how much I like the level or how good the layout is or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like there are a lot of, like, kind of dead zones where there isn't anything really to do there most of the time. Um, But I'm like, eh, it's totally fine. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, what is is there to do, like, in the club? There's, like, one challenge there, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's some... um... I think for the most part, you're right that in the club, all you can really do is the like the drinking game thing. Uh, Yeah. But like, I don't know. I think I think there is merit to some of these areas existing as like like atmosphere and tone setting. That's what I get sort of get out of the club. The feel of that place, I think, adds to the level. But then like I've I've. I got kind of annoyed at this level at times. Like I do like it a lot overall, but like when you get out to the uh, area, uh, like sort of the grassy fields off to the side of the racetrack and you're just like trying to get back to areas that matter, the passageways don't make any damn sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah. that That's what I was thinking of like kind of comparing it to Sapienza in that where you have a lot of these like just cool parts of the level, but mm-hmm. then the pathing, Gets a little annoying. It's just that the, like, the the roadblocks where you're describing are like where it's like hard to move through, where you have to satisfy very specific prerequisites. Mm-hmm. Are le- they're like less deep in like your little like mission execution than in Sapienza, where you know coming into the virus lab or something like that. Um, so it's like way less of an issue like in our minds but but also it's like kind of a similar thing.
0: I mean I hear what you're saying and I don't disagree but I also think the comparison to Sapienza is a little harsh because like I mean you do have that opportunity to do the drinking game in the club you can go up and get like a shot from the um from the like the control tower there's stuff to do in these places, sometimes not too much. And you compare that to Sapienza where like 70% of the level is completely irrelevant to the mission.
2: Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um,
0: so I, I think, I do think it is a similar vibe. I just think there's a, there's a difference in, in how much of a problem I find it to be.
2: Yeah, no, and I don't even find it a, to be a problem. Like, cause that's the thing, like in my mind, I'm like, I like these little areas of the level. Mm. Um, even if I'm, not actually doing anything in them, which is not how I feel going through the a lot of the dead areas of Sapienza. Like it's a completely different thing. Sure, sure, um, makes sense. I was just, yeah, I don't know. Fair enough. Like in some sense, it, I I like the indulgent feeling of that they don't have to like that there there can be these areas that that sort of only exist for aesthetic, and then maybe like one challenge, like one possibility, right? That's very like, mm-hmm. uh, you know baked in. It's not like an organic pill.
1: It's like, oh, it's this drinking game, so whatever. Yeah, and I, yeah. yeah I, I just think it helps to sell this as, like, a place um, in a way that isn't, like, obnoxious like Sapienza is. Um, So, yeah, having all that extra stuff did not bother me at all. I... Also,
2: um, if we're, sorry, I, just because mm. we're in the, no, go for like, the dangerous business of comparing to levels past, um we do in a sense have this like divided level setup like the uh the uh two i said the twin towers uh <laughs> the the two buildings of the hotel yes right um but somehow it's again like way less irritating to move through them on any difficulty um like getting to the uh connecting like co- corridors or just like pathways is quicker and um yeah they're not as annoying to move well,
0: through. well and also it's more there, yeah so. it's more rewarding once you're on one side or the other right like um compared to the the hotel the himpon hotel where like you cross over and then you still have to run up and down a couple of floors and through a bunch of like empty areas dodging cameras here it's like you go from one side to the other and suddenly you're in a crowd full of people and the announcers commentating the race and cars are zooming by and there's stuff happening um I do I did you know still get annoyed the number of times I ran by that that dude with his drums but it's all right there's still stuff
2: yeah no complaints I'm glad they I'm glad they tightened that up conceptually from the, the
0: previous room mm-hmm. uh do we have any emails or other messages Ryan
1: Uh let me check nope
0: all right uh, well, uh you can hit us up at uh, GunGuyPod on Twitter or dot gmail.com if you want to send up questions. I'll, obviously, we'll be back next time for the next level, whose name I totally
1: remember. Where, where are we going? Handman man 2 levels. Let's see. Um... Oh my god. What? Please just... <laughs> You have to scroll like halfway down this wiki page, Um, Columbia.
0: Oh, this is one of the levels I've spent the least time on in the entire series. So, be a lot to learn. Um, Looking forward to that.
2: Get ready for the drum solo.
0: Is the drum solo? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I've spent very little time, as I say, in Columbia. Um, but uh, we forgot to do it last time, folks. It's time for a level ranking. All right. Uh, if you want to remember what yours yours is, our uh, our group DM has it pinned. Hmm. Uh, I can go first if if people want. Go for it. Yeah, go for okay. it. Okay. Uh, from from best to worst, I am saying, Hokkaido, Miami, Paris, Colorado. Hawks
1: Bay, Marrakesh, ICA, Sapienza, Bangkok. Oh shit, Hawks Bay. Fuck. <sighs> okay.
2: Alright. I'll
1: go for it. Uh, I have Miami, Colorado, Paris, Marrakesh, Hokkaido, Sapienza, Hawks Bay, Bangkok, ICA. Fuck
2: Bangkok. Alright. Um, I feel like I'm going to have to, like, adjust this in real time. Um, so I have, I'm going to put Colorado, Paris, Miami, Marrakesh, Hokkaido, Sapienza, Hawks Bay, Bangkok, ICA.
0: All right. Sounds like, sounds like you, we had some, we had some adjustment to your thoughts since last time.
2: I just, I just can't justify keeping Marrakesh as high as I've had it. Like I, I do love it as a level, but I, you know, I, I mean, I was transparent about this before, right? Where it was like I irrationally like this level, like in pure like game like design terms. Like, mm-hmm. it's not it's it's not as good as you know Paris, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway,
1: it is when I think of when I think of Bangkok, I just think of pain. <laughs> I just think of walking from one building <laughs> to another. Yeah. Uh,
0: just, just <laughs> when I think of it, I think of uh, <laughs> like trying to get fucking stupid Jordan to throw up in a toilet and him throwing up everywhere but in a toilet. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Look, that bubble wouldn't be so bad if they weren't playing it for her podcast, right? Like, um, again, not to like wander off topic here, but it's only when you have to do something over and over and over again, like mm-hmm. paying attention to how it all feels versus like playing it once or twice, spending you know, half an hour, 45 minutes on it, and you're like, oh, okay, that was fine, and then moving on. Like, I feel like there's no way that we would put it below like the tutorial levels or something like
0: that, but when you play <laughs> a lot, you're like, fuck that level. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I spend time on a fake yacht you got to think about the way when you when you do the dump someone overboard and you just hear the thump of them hitting the plywood down below that's gotta be worth something (laughs) all right well as stated we will be back next time for Columbia um also, this one'll this you know, this one'll be longer than uh than our Hitman One because there are two more levels because of DLC. Um also worth shouting out, uh since like since we recorded the last episode, but before we recorded this one, um, they've announced that they're gonna be adding more levels to Hitman three.
1: Yay, this project just got longer. Yeah. <laughs> um so that's
0: pretty that's pretty dope. Um their their like their DLC their paid DLC for what they call year one of Hitman Three was the seven deadly sins thing, and it was fine, but I didn't much care for it and I'm much more interested in new maps. So that sounds fun.
2: I'm sure this means something to the people who are playing Hitman Three who have not had the patience to wait for the steam launch. Um wouldn't know anything about that. So
1: uh they didn't mention a steam launch but i assume that's because they have a contract.
0: Yeah, they i mean they keep for all of this stuff they're like weird we're going to have a lot more to say in January
1: <laughs> when we can talk about other platforms.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just it feels very like ah yes, <laughs> that's when your contract expires. Got it. Um so Uh, Yeah, Ty, where can people find you on the internet?
2: They can't, that's the beauty
0: of it. Perfect. Blending in with the crowd. Uh, Ryan, what about you?
1: Uh, You can find me at BluestRose430 on Twitter. I am on another podcast. Uh, I am doing chats, a television podcast. We're talking about Twin Peaks Season 3 weekly. A weekly podcast? Wow. Can you imagine you on a weekly podcast? That's partly a reason why I'm so fucking tired <laughs> today. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can you search for Chat's Pod on Twitter. Um, we're doing season three. We're a few episodes in um, as of this recording. It's super fun. Um, love me my Twin Peaks, so I just get to gush about it every week with with alan and magellan and it's super fun so that's it
0: great well uh if you want to find me you can find me on twitter at six step you can find my work at scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanline media and uh friends and folks until next time i'll leave you to prepare